Hello and welcome to OC Talks, a podcast series exploring the latest advancements in oncology. I'm your host, Jade Parker, Oncology Central Senior Editor, and in this episode, supported by Syngenics, we will be exploring the importance of autoantibodies in the development of cancer, as well as how they can be used to help the early detection of tumours. Joining me for this episode is field application scientist, Joseph Maisevich from Syngenics, a precision medicine company working to improve patient outcomes through physiologically relevant data-guided decision-making. Thank you for joining us today, Joey. So to kick things off, could you please introduce yourself and provide a brief overview of your career to date? Sure. As mentioned uh, before, I am currently a field application scientist at Syngenic. My background is in cellular pathways with a focus in T-cell immuno-oncology. I spent the last four years as a field application scientist, and prior to that, I worked at the bench for roughly 15 years before transitioning to a technical support role. I really enjoy what I do because it has afforded me the ability to not be narrowed by one particular corporate approach to immunology, but a broad spectrum of how many scientists and entities are individually approaching the research and progression of our understanding and ultimately our ability to heal people. Thank you, Jay. So for our first um, question, what role do autoantibodies play in cancer progression and metastasis? Yeah, uh, good question. It, it has been, it's been documented that autoantibodies can play a role in cancer progression, specifically breast cancer. Uh, B cells through selectively promoted lymph node metastasis produces pathog- pathogenic IAGG, yeah, IgG, that targets H- HSPA4, which results in activation of CRC and F-kappa beta pathway in tumor cells so on and so forth, all the technical stuff. And this ends up leading to mediated metastasis. Another example would be in ovarian cancer with CD20, uh, positive B cells suppress tumor growth. But regulatory B cells or BREGs induce immunosuppressive effects which support tumor growth. In addition, those with underlying autoimmune conditions such as rheumatoid arthritis, SLE, Sjogren's, et cetera, tend to have an increase in the probability of developing some type of cancer. So while we often view autoantibodies as the means by which the body tries to fight off disease states, there are some occurrences where they can be detrimental to our health. So by improving our understanding of autoantibodies, we can develop therapeutics that can perhaps suppress some of these potential targets for cancer treatment intervention. So what are some of the advantages of using autoantibody markers over traditional biomarkers, e.g. proteins, genomic markers? Sure. Uh, traditional, <clears throat> excuse me, traditional biomarkers are not better or worse, per se, when compared to using autoantibodies. In fact, it can be argued that genomic protein and autoantibody biomarkers together in a clear picture for diagnosis and treatment than each one individually. However, each do have their advantages and disadvantages. For example, we're finding that autoantibodies give a much clearer picture that outperforms proteins due to higher specificity and sensitivity. Autoantibody biomarkers can outperform genomics mainly on cost, but can also take into consideration environmental exposure, for example, chemicals inside the body in real time and in response of of, systems and people who encounter certain environmental factors. So again, just to reiterate, 
it's, it's a multi-omics approach. Uh, and I think all three really do have a role, but it all depends upon, you know, what the researcher is ultimately looking to gain knowledge of. How can autoantibodies be used for the early detection of cancers and also aiding patient stratification? Yeah, so there are several ways in which autoantibodies play a crucial role in our understanding and diagnosis of cancer. Uh, first and foremost, the moment the body detects a foreign entity, albeit a mutated cell or internal anomaly, or an invasion into the body, our immune system begins the task of combating the threat to the body. So as a result, B cells begin to produce tumor-associated autoantibodies. And in fact, these serum immunobiomarkers have already been detected in a range of cancer types before the onset of clinical systems. So autoantibodies can be used as a diagnostic marker to aid in early detection of high-risk populations. In addition to this, we can study autoantibodies from the perspective of a mechanistic approach. By knowing and understanding how autoantibodies alter cellular processes, we can better understand how to adapt or aid our immune system to be better equipped to fight metastasis, for example. Lastly, I think autoantibodies, or sorry, lastly, autoantibodies are produced in conjunction with antigens that are expressed on the cell surface of cells that have gone rogue. In this way, we can use autoantibodies to develop targeted therapeutics that are highly specific to only the cancer cells without the onset of off-target results within the treatment regime. Thank you, Joey. Then moving into our next question. So in which ways can tumor-associated antibody tests enrich cancer screening? Sure. Um, <clears throat> simply put, autoantibodies are the body's first an immediate response to really any changes, immunologically speaking, that the body is addressing. Because of this, we can detect long before symptoms have arised, and I mentioned that in my previous uh, answer, the presence of cancerous cells within the body. However, it really goes beyond this because not only can we use autoantibodies to detect, but also we can use them to test for the effectiveness of treatments. By kinetically analyzing the body's autoantibody profile, we can see that in patients undergoing chemo treatments, a new emergence of autoantibodies that reflect whether or not the patient is reacting positively or negatively to the treatment regime. And to add to that point, we can further determine if successful remission was attained. So this gives us the ability to really tackle cancer in a truly offensive manner rather than from a defensive position. So looking forward, um, how would you like to see the field advance, say, in the next five years? Honestly, uh, I think the realization that autoantibodies are the key to unlocking much of what we do not understand yet. The ability to have a tool that provides you accurate information into the state of any individual patient will translate to individual patient-centric care. So imagine if at a young age, you could go into your PCP and by taking a simple blood sample, you would know whether or not you have any number of autoimmune diseases, cancer, or really if your body is having any type of autoimmune response. Treatment could begin long before symptoms develop and quite possibly cure many people long before the disease state progresses to a point of no return. 
So hopefully soon we can start to develop cures to ailments versus blanket approaches that are only nominally effective. And in being able to detect at an early stage, we can actually even help to reduce the cost of insurance for many individuals, you know, in the US and perhaps even worldwide. Thank you so much, Joey. If you'd like to find out more about precision medicine and autumn antibodies, then make sure to head to syngenics.com or follow the links in the description below. Thank you so much, Joey, for your time and taking to talk to us. Absolutely. Yep. Thank it's you been, for having us. No worries at all. It's been absolutely fantastic and um, great to see where the field is heading and hopefully how precision medicine and autoantibodies can tie in to really push forward on early detection and yeah, giving those personalized treatment options. So if you've enjoyed this episode to all our listeners and would like to find out more like them, then make sure to head to www.oncologycentral.com. You can also follow us on Oncology Central on Twitter for regular updates on the latest news and opinions in the field. So thank you again, Joey, for joining us and thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you.